Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Katie Katie J and I've been living and working on the road since 2015. Diary of a Digital Nomad is just what it sounds like. We're talking the good, the bad, and the vulnerable to start conversations that create genuine connections no matter where you are in the world or where you're headed. Shit's about to get real. You ready? Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Katie Katie J and I've been living and working on the road since 2015. Diary of a Digital Nomad is just what it sounds like. We're talking the good, the bad, and the vulnerable to start conversations that create genuine connections no matter where you are in the world or where you're headed. Shit's about to get real. You ready? Hey everybody, and welcome to another entry of Diary of a Digital Nomad. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much for all the love and the support that you've been showing. All of your kind words seriously mean so, so much to me. You have no idea how much I have loved reading your answers and responses to the questions at the end of the episodes, um, having further discussions with you over on Instagram, and really getting to hear your stories. You know, that's like what this is all about. And I just really appreciate the feedback and the kind words and all of your support. So thank you so much. It really means more to me than you know. Um, and if you haven't already, please make sure to rate and review the podcast because that helps me reach more travelers just like you. And if you have an episode that resonates with you, I would love for you to share it with your friends and your family, share it on social media. And of course, shoot me a DM on Instagram because I would love to talk to you about it too. So it's brought to my attention that would maybe be a good idea to share a little more information about myself. And yeah, I guess I realized that I haven't done a whole lot of that. My first episode was about identity, but it ended up just kind of being more about identity in general and as a traveler. And so I thought I would take this episode to introduce myself a little bit more and so you can get to know a little bit more about me and my story and where I come from. So yeah, here we go. So... My name is Katie, more commonly known as Katie Katie J. Uh, my full name is Katie Johnson, and I'm never the only Katie, and I'm never the only Johnson. Um, I'm just I've just kind of gotten used to that. So Katie Katie J is a nickname that I got in college, and because there's so many Katie Johnsons, I ended up just changing my Facebook name to that. And so anybody that I met in the future just kind of knew me as Katie Katie J, and so that is who I've become. So if you listen to the first episode of the podcast, then you know that I am trying to kind of not separate myself from the traveler, but to explore who I am beyond that because I've been using me as a traveler as as kind of a crutch and don't want to do that. There's a lot more to me than just being a traveler and also kind of who I am as a traveler has, has been changing as well. So I... Well, whatever. You can listen to that episode uh, and hear more about that. And so I tried to come up with a list of other things that I am. I am a traveler and a digital nomad and an entrepreneur. I am a U.S. citizen. I'm Korean. I'm a woman. I love Napolitana pizza and burrata and Italy. I hate olives and cucumbers and fennel. I think it's silly when people hold hands wearing mittens. Not clothes, just mittens. I hate seat warmers and cars. I love reading historical fiction, specifically World War II historical fiction. I cry in every movie and TV show and commercial that I see, um, but I don't cry very often in real life. I don't really understand art. I like math, but I'm only really mediocre at it. I have a very bad sense of direction. 
I have a problem with portion control when I eat. I can eat so much food at once. I have killer legs, but I'm really self-conscious about not having a flat tummy. I hate showering. I don't drink coffee. I'm a dog person, a Ravenclaw, and an Enneagram 7. I have one tattoo, and it's written in Elvish. Yes, Elvish. Elfish. I don't know if it's Elvish or Elfish. Anyway. I wish that I was brave enough to wear bright lipstick, or any lipstick. I wish that I had stuck with ballet when I was five. Because I really would love to have been a ballerina. My favorite animal is a penguin. Not my favorite animal to eat, if you've heard the story of (laughs) how I messed that up in French class. I'm a vegetarian, really into sustainability and responsible travel. I'm a feminist, I'm a liberal. I'm fairly certain I'll never live in the United States again. I love Christmas, but more than loving Christmas, I love the Christmas season. I love puzzles, I hate showering, and I don't share food. As far as who I am and my history as a traveler, I was born in Korea, and so I do want to do a an episode about my relationship with Korea, but that's going to be much farther down the line because I'm not totally ready to talk about that yet. Um, but I was adopted, <clears throat> but I was adopted and came over to the States when I was four months old. And so my first international trip was actually to the U.S., I'm a Midwestern gal. I grew up right outside Chicago. I'm grateful to have been able to travel a lot growing up. We had an amazing annual family trip with our cousins up to a cabin in Lake Michigan, which left me with some really fun memories. We went, we also went on a ski and snowboard trip each year and got to visit some national parks. Um, And in high school, I was able to take an international trip each year. So my freshman year, I went back to Korea for the first time. It was there like amongst the millions of people and the confusion of not speaking the language or being able to read everything or anything, I taught myself how to use the subway and intuitively just kind of started picking up on international travel skills and realizing that I was like really good at it. My sophomore year, I did an exchange program where my partner and I wrote back and forth for a year and then I went and stayed with her family and she came and stayed with ours. That was really special because it was my first time in Europe, but like more importantly, I was actually living there. We took the tram without any adult supervision and hung out with friends around the city and I was just like, I was really able to picture my life in Europe. My junior year, I went to the Galapagos and fulfilled a lifelong dream. All right, it was a dream that I had since I did a report in third grade, but you know, whatever. Um, I experienced the thrill of realizing a dream. And I mean, obviously, along with all the amazing stuff that the Galapagos has, um, it's obviously more than just checking a box, but that feeling that I did get being able to accomplish something that I had been wanting to for so, for so long um, really was thrilling. Well, it still is. Senior year, I went to France and Spain with a good friend and our moms, and that trip was just the the pure joy of traveling around with amazing travel companions and just lots of lots of laughs and yeah, just what traveling is supposed to be. I went to college at the University of Wisconsin Madison, go Badgers, uh, where I majored in marketing. I had just survived the college admissions process, only to be thrown right back in because. Then I had to apply to get into business school. And so as a prereq to even apply, you had to take two semesters of a language. 
I'd taken three years of Spanish in high school, but as you can imagine, it wasn't like the best <laughs> environment and it did not foster any sort of passion for it. Uh, there was something in me. I do not know what it was. It was just like a feeling uh, that I knew that I wanted to study abroad in Italy. And so I decided to give Italian classes a whirl. And that decision right there is really where it all began. Through those classes, I started to, you know, develop a relationship with Italy and I fell in love with it, even just through the books and the learning materials. And so when I went to study abroad, it just solidified everything that I already knew to be true. Italy is my place and Italians are my people and Italy is, is me. Uh, I made some really close friends who I'm still friends with today and that I think really made all the difference in getting to see it through the eyes of Italians. Uh, <laughs> I still remember the look on one of their faces when I was caught about to break uh, linguine in half before putting it into the water. Um, that is a mistake I never made again. I also did a lot of traveling around Europe uh, during that time and saw how easy it was to get around and just like fell in love with seeing such different places and always learning something new without even trying. When it was time to leave, I was not ready and I made it my mission to go back and live there. Um, it's not very easy to do that um, or it's not really easy to get a work visa if you don't have special skills which I do not have so I wasn't able to get sponsored or anything so I had to get creative I got a student visa and went to a local school to take intensive Italian classes and then I lived with a family and nannied for them so that year was like absolutely magical I became a part of their family and learned how to make homemade Italian food and what it was really like to live in an Italian household I still consider them an extended family to this day and love going back to visit and watch the kiddos grow up. But when the year was up, I was ready to move back home. I loved being abroad, but that post-graduation city life that all my friends were already living was back there waiting for me. So I moved to Chicago in search of my version of kind of that sex in the city life with your friends and brunches and, you know, all that fun stuff. But my job was outside the city, so I would wake up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym, and then I commuted two hours each way every day. Uh, and so by the end of the day, I was just exhausted, and I did not have the energy to do anything else. And it seemed like everyone was so busy. Like, it just, it seemed like I was planning months in advance just to schedule time with people. And... New friends? You can forget about that. Like, where the hell was I supposed to meet anybody? I wasn't in town when the various groups were, like, meeting up because I was busy commuting on the train. I had a friend at work, but she didn't live in the city, and it just, like, wasn't really panning out to be the vision in my head that I had. So I eventually moved out and closer to work, and I spent a year out there living in a, a small town, and I'd go into the city for... I'd go into the city or back home or up to Madison on the weekends for my social life and it was my first time really living alone and I freaking loved it. Uh, but I did know that it wasn't like sustainable to be living in that small town forever. I wasn't meeting anybody there either and was leaving every weekend and yeah, it was great for that point in my life but um, I knew that it wasn't sustainable. So. After that, I kind of decided to make a slightly more drastic change. Hey, real quick, if you're a digital nomad and a solopreneur, do you ever struggle with your work-travel balance? Unlock the secret of seamlessly blending the two with a free workbook that I've made to help walk you through step-by-step. Step. 
It's your ultimate guide to maintaining productivity while exploring the world. You'll find practical tips and strategies and actionable steps to master the art of harmonizing work, life, and travel. Head to roamingrootscollective.com forward slash workbook to grab your copy now and embark on a journey where work and adventure go hand in hand. I quit my job and I went to Asia. I took my first solo trip to China for a month and then headed down to Thailand to teach English. And that's when I realized that I needed to make this permanent. Like I needed travel to be my life. And so that was back in 2015 and I haven't really looked back. I've backpacked with friends, I've backpacked solo, I moved to Australia for a bit and to South America. Uh, I frequent Europe as often as I can and have made a life on the road in a way that really works for me. I've taken odd jobs, volunteered, and had a remote office job. Now I own a travel agency and am also a travel consultant for digital nomads, promoting responsible travel and helping as many people as possible live their best lives through travel. It's a lot of ups and downs. Uh, it's really hard to miss life events of friends and family. I miss a lot of random things from home, like going to the apple orchard, watching football, eating Chipotle, water skiing, Thanksgiving, Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip, recognizing brands, knowing exactly how to find something and where to go to get it when I need something, and just generally having any idea of what is happening around me, to name a few. It's hard not having a routine, especially like a workout and a work routine. It's hard changing time zones because then your previous work schedule sometimes has to shift as well. It's exhausting getting to know the lay of the land in new places and meeting new people. It's tough never really getting to have things that are mine and wearing the same clothes over and over again. But I also wouldn't have it any other way. I'm in love with the life that I've built and I'm so proud of the choices that I've made to get here. There's a lot of privilege involved in that too and I know that and I hope to use that to do some good. So that's me in a nutshell. Thanks for sticking around this long if you're still here. If you've got more questions about digital nomading, then you're in luck because I've answered some of the top questions I get about digital nomading. So make sure to check the show notes for more information, or you can email me at hello at roamingrootscollective.com or shoot me a message on Instagram at roamingrootscollective and I'll send it over to you. For my question this week, I want to know some random facts about you. So make sure to share below if you're on Spotify or you can email me or DM me at those same places. And I can't wait for my inbox to start blowing up with your responses. So that is all for now. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If this resonated with you, make sure to share it with your other travel buddies and please take a few seconds to give a five-star rating and review. It really helps me reach even more awesome nomads and travelers like you. See you next week.